Welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. My name is Heather Pickin, and I am here to give you that winning formula so that you can get clear on your vision, stay true to your values, and break through those mental walls. Check out my free resources at heatherpickin.com. This podcast is brought to you by Fierce Femme Wine, a woman's wine that inspires dialogue for change. Visit fiercefemme.com. So let's get ready as we uncover the formula to your success in business, career, and fabulous life. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the La Dolce Vita Show, where I am your guide, your fearless guide, and what we do on this show is we break down the fearless female formula on how you can live a fabulous life today, whether it be in your career or in your business, and I'm just really excited. I'm fired up today because we're going to be talking uh, with Jen Proctor on really the formula to tapping into your intuition. And I absolutely love this subject. And before I begin, I wanna dive a little bit into her bio. Uh, Jen Proctor, her, her whole mantra is lead with compassion and compassion only. Um, this is just really the fuel for her. And she's the founder and CEO of Cultivated Entertainment. Uh, and. Cultivated Entertainment is a full-service talent consulting firm that connects entertainment entities and brands with talent across campaigns, media events, and more. Uh, And I'm sure she's going to share a little bit about that. Uh, But Jen is an integral part of every synergy created and oversees all accounts. Um, So that's really key. And uh, this is really interesting. Before, um, just before launching the company... Uh, Jen is the head of uh, talent for Embassy Row, Sony Pictures, Television's TV and digital production company. Um, There, she oversaw the development and booking of talent for all productions from inception to completion. Uh, She also held roles as head of talent uh, for for a cable uh, network's daily talk show, uh, was an entertainment field producer for Fox News, and worked on the talent uh, uh, representation side uh, on the booking desk of CAA and ICM. So Jen, thank you so much for being my guest today. Wow, that that bio was a mouthful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. Thank thank you. Thank you for reading that. You did an excellent job. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. My pleasure. My pleasure. And for those of you that might hear something in the background, it's my two chihuahuas. So it's just mine might be barking at some point as well. So, you know, exactly, exactly. And that, you know, that that's, I guess, the benefit of working from home. I've got a studio downstairs and this is where all the magic happens. So I I like to have fun. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. I have my dogs with me all the time. They're the best. They, they really are. And uh, before we dive in today, I do want to share with everyone, um, for those that have been listening to this show, uh, you may or may not know that I recently launched, uh, launched a wine label called Fierce Femme, and it's all about creating a dialogue to inspire change for women all around the world. So I'm just really, really inspired. I got some really great things coming up um, in the new year. But if you're watching on video, 
Um, you, you can uh, check out my first two labels. Um, so this one is the superpower, knowing yourself is like having a superpower, which is so true. And uh, this one is so timely too for, uh, uh, well, we just got through the midterms, but uh, 2020 is coming and hashtag vote fear. So that is my Chardonnay. And the other one is my Cabernet. And these are my first two releases and I will have many more. Um, so I'm definitely a woman on a mission. And I know Jen is a woman on a mission. And uh, talk about superpowers. Uh, we're going to talk about the superpower of uh, intuition. So I want to find out a little bit more about you in your journey and, you know, how you kind of came together with, uh, you know, uh, actually starting your business. Sure. Um, yeah, well, so I uh, was born and raised in Southern California, went to college at SC. After college, I moved to New York and, um, you know, I really, I thought oh, I'm moving to the big city and I'm just going to be on top of the world. And that wasn't really the case on the, on the personal side. I mean, professionally, I got a great job and my career was off to a really great start, but I think it was a really eye-opening experience to move to, you know, the biggest city in the world and really not know anyone. You know, I was making no money um, and really, really sort of had to figure out who the heck I was. Um, and, you know, and it, and it was, it was in the moment, it seemed so hard and, and, and really difficult. Um, but now looking back, I think it's, you know, I'm so grateful for, for that experience, but, um, I've had a, a lot of different, uh, you know, jobs in my career. And I think all of which have sort of led to me creating my business. My, my business is something that there really isn't anyone out there that does all the things that we do. And, you know, I took all of my unique experiences from each of my past jobs and, and my personal experience and the, the things that, you know, I live my life by. And that's how I created Cultivated Entertainment. I love that. I love that. So um, before we're going to go into the intuition, but so everyone understands what you do on um, how can you help a woman entrepreneur grow grow their business with your services? Sure. So what I do, like when, uh, when I explain my business, I think of it as a wheel. So you have a wheel at the center of that wheel is talent. So that's, uh, you know, celebrities, musicians, influencers, experts, authors, you know, anyone that is a talent or has something to offer a particular project. And then from that center of the talent, each of the spokes of the wheel are various services that we provide. So, you know, we do a lot of work on television shows. And so when you see talk shows or late night shows and there's celebrity guests on, we do a lot of that. Um, we also work with different brands. So, you know, they'll, if they have a new product or a new launch that they're doing, they can come to us and, um, you know, we help be sort of a think tank for them and come up with ideas like, okay, X, Y, or Z would be a really good person for you to collaborate with on this product. Um, we also, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I got a frog in my throat. Um, we also work on the event side. So if someone's throwing an event and they want to have like a really amazing group of people come to the event, um, you know, celebrity or not, but just an eclectic group of people that are really going to go and have a good time and pay attention to what the event is for, we, we do that as well. And then we also do development or consulting. So um, that could be for an array of things. It could be for a brand, for a person, um, really anything. And you come to us and, you know, our expertise is kind of connecting 
people with projects and talent and um yeah it's like i said it's very um we've carved our own path here you know and it's sort of the sky is the limit we don't we don't have like here's our list of services and everything that we do uh you know every project or person or brand or client that comes to us we really work with them and figure out what what their needs are Mm, I, I love that. So it's like one part creative, other part uh, connection, and very creative and very uh, much collaboration. Connecting. Yes, yes, so much collaboration, and that's like such the world that we're in today. You know, I think it's, uh, you know, I guess the standard or the norm of what I do. You know, even even just a few years ago, would have very much been extremely isolated into the entertainment industry. And, you know, it's still, I mean, that's a big, that's probably 70, 80% of our business, but the other 20 or 30%, you know, is working with people that are, really have nothing to do with the entertainment industry at all. Um, and that sort of cross, there's this really beautiful intersection and collaboration that's happening with, with people and all different types of businesses and brands. And, you know, people are lifting each other up and utilizing each other's resources to, you know, to, to bring more power to, to themselves. It's just, it's, it's really, it's an exciting time. It is, you know, and it's also a very exciting time for women that are really, you know, showing up and uh, owning their power. So I'm just such an advocate for um, empowering women. So I, I just, yeah, I totally believe in the in the power of uh, connection and collaboration. So yes. let's dive into the subject of intuition because I, I just love, you know, I love the subject, number one. I think it's really important um, to understand what it is and utilize it in your business. So how did you really, um, what was the first time that you, you know, remembered connecting with your intuition? Like where were you? Was it a business or personal situation? Sure. Well, I think intuition is one of those things that, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, um, due to my upbringing, I was sort of thrust into leaning into my intuition without really knowing it. Um, I had a really tough childhood. I mean, you know, a lot of people do, but um, my, my mother was, was mentally ill. And uh, you know, so I really had to step up and raise my brother and my sister. And I really had to, you know, at six, seven, eight, ten 10 years old, I was almost a mom, you know? And I think that was really the beginning of me honing in on my intuition and figuring out what was best for my family and myself in that time and really being a leader and, um, you know, not, not having the resources or nobody was telling me what to do. I was just trusting my gut. Um, and then I think probably the next round of when I really, really felt like my intuition was leading me is when I started in the job force. You know, as I said earlier, I, I held many jobs, but um, there were a couple that I reached a point and I just was done. There's something inside of me that was like, get out, girl. Like, this is no longer serving you. And it's a hard thing because, you know, you, we all have bills to pay and we all have a career that we're building. And ultimately, I had a couple of jobs that I just straight up walked out on. Um, and I remember once one specific job it was extremely hard. It was, it was an incredible job. I was in my mid-20s. And, you know, it was a job that somebody probably in their late 30s or early 40s would have had. It was a very senior position, but extremely highly stressful. And I just got to a point where I was like, there was just no, there was no passion. There was no creativity. There was nothing left. And 
this one day, my intuition, there was a little bit of a, you know, straw that broke the camel's back, but my intuition just said, run, like get the heck out of here. And I remember in my car driving away that day, you know, I didn't know where the heck I was going to work next. I didn't know where my next dollar was going to come. I mean, I had no idea. I just walked out and I never felt more inspired and powerful and just connected to, to me and who I was and really, really just following that intuition and knowing that I was going to be okay. I was going to be more than okay. And since then, um, I, will, I, I think that every decision that I've made, both business and personally, it's always from a place of intuition. Um, I think that it's there for a reason. And as much as sometimes we want, we want to tell our intuition to kind of like, shh, 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 no, 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 I'm going to make the logical choice. Um, you know, I think you really have to acknowledge and, and listen to what your intuition is telling you, because I, I truly believe it will never serve you wrong. Mm, I love that. What a great story. And you, know, you talk about intuition. It sounded like you heard a voice, but you were also kind of like listening to your, your feelings, like you felt mm -hmm. stressed out. And so what was the time frame that you finally connected your intuition to say, okay, you know, we're out of here. How long did you stay at that job? Yeah, so I was at that job for about two and a half years. And I would say from the beginning, um, you know, it was a very hard job. So something right away was telling me like, oh, you know, like, but again, the logical part of me is like, this is a great career move. This is like an excellent salary. This is going to get you ahead in your, you know, whatever you want to do next. So I stuck with it. And then it just started over that course of a couple of years. It was just grinding at me more and more and more, you know, and I'm such a creative person and I'm such a bright, bubbly person and I love people. And I just saw that sort of diminishing. And then, you know, so the, the intuition would kind of go away. Like I would hush it. I would hush it and say, okay, no, no, I'm going to stay. And they kind of pop back up. And, um, you know, when things would get bad, I just remember sitting there thinking, yeah, like, what are you doing? Go leave. So, you know, that was probably the longest time I had, you know, sort of had an argument for lack of a better word with my intuition. Um, and since then, everything that I've done, I mean, there was a, there was a, a job that I was at for like maybe six months. Um, you know, and again, it's not that I don't suggest everyone just leave their jobs when they're unhappy, but I do think that like, there is a place for you. There is a space for you. And if you follow what is innately inside you, you're going to find it. You just have to let it guide you. I love that because part of the journey of being a fearless woman in the world today, it's like, you've got to, you've got to know who you are and always, you know, that's why I labeled my wine, the, you know, the superpower. And mm -hmm. you, you also can't be afraid. Like you can't shut out those voices. Like you have to take action on them. And I, I find a lot of women, they don't give themselves permission to really explore their feelings. I mean, would you agree? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, a lot of conversations that I have with women, um, you know, whether or not they're running their own business or their mother, like, you know, it doesn't matter where they are in their life. I think that it's, we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. You know, we, we put a lot of pressure to, to have all the things that we're supposed to have. Um, where, but that not, that may not be the case for you. You know, what's, what's good for somebody else is, isn't necessarily good for you. And so I think the more we can kind of strip away those layers and just support each other for who we are and what we are, then we can all become what we're truly meant to be.
Mm, I love that. Let, let's talk about, you know, following your intuition in business. You had mentioned earlier mm -hmm. that you make business decisions around that. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, there's, for example, there's so many people out there that are coaches, consultants, and then, you know, it's like you kind of get confused, you know, as far as like, if I want to hire someone, number one, Number two, there's a lot of different marketing avenues that, that you can do as well. So then you see people out there saying, well, you got to do this. No, you got to do that. So how can a woman in her business really connect to her in intuitive side to know that she's making the right decision? Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, I think that, I think that's the thing with intuition is that it's not just, you're not, you're not just going to hear a voice that tells you what to do. Um, you know, it's a feeling or it's going to tug you in a way or pull you in a way. And I think for me, um, you know, there's, there's two, there's two types of clients that any woman has in any business or any person rather has in any business. And one is that client that's the high paying client that is just going to be, it's going to be the bringing in the money for the business, you know, and you may not be that passionate about it. And, um, you know, it's, it's not all warm and fuzzy. It's just the money. And then there's that other side of those things that maybe it's a, somebody that doesn't have a ton of money to pay you, but it's a prod, like you just feel pulled to it. You feel called to it. And so what I've really tried to do is, is maintain a balance between the two. Obviously, you know, I have a business to run and employees to pay and bills to pay and all those things. But you know, there's been a couple times when I've taken a few of those jobs on this side that were just money and they were nightmares, you know, and, and it, and it was just, it was, it was all the wrong things. You know, we came on for, for the wrong thing. And, and those have been good lessons. You know, the other projects that you're more passionate about that, those are the ones that are going to lead to more and more business down the road. And I think making those intuitive decisions is very important. You know, sometimes you are going to have to do work for free. Sometimes you are going to have to you know, if you, if you own a candle company, like you're going to need to gift a lot of your candles, you're going to have to spend money to make money. And, you know, like you said about the marketing thing, look, there are so many avenues that people can get out there and get customers and get clients. And so everybody is going to be throwing stuff at you all the time. And so I think the most important thing to do is really look at all the options and just sit with them for a while. Don't make any quick decisions. You know, if you're thinking about X or you're thinking about Y, just kind of sit with it and see how does it make you feel? And, you know, not to sound trite, but do you feel warm and fuzzy about it? Like, does that feel good? Or does that, does that make you nervous and uncomfortable? And I guarantee if it makes you feel warm and fuzzy, then it's probably the right thing to do and the right way to spend your money. Mm, I love that. I love that. Yeah, and I like the fact that you mentioned, you know, just kind of taking time to connect with your intuition so that it, you know, you you feel certain and you're not like, eh, I don't know about this. So I think that's really important. It's also interesting that you met, uh, that, that you were talking about uh, clients that were paying to, to work with, because in my business, I remember doing things like that. I was just saying yes to the people mm -hmm. only because of the money. And, and I just think that's so key is that you can't take on what I call these energy drains. It just takes exactly. the life out of you, out of your business. Exactly. You're not listening yeah. Um, you know, to, to your guidance. So, you know, we talked about intuition and what about uh, sort of on the same lines of intuition, but in your business, when you're working 
uh, with clients, are you intuitively guided to kind of find like the right connection or messaging? Like, do you find that, you know, you're using all your skill sets and you're connecting with your intuition, like, oh, that's the right thing to, that's the right thing to do. But then maybe they're like, eh, I don't know about that. Have you ever had that issue? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, what I really, really strive to do is have really compassion as you read, you know, I always lead with compassion. And so I think when you're working with clients, instead of just thinking of them as client X or client Y, I really try to have a real connection with them and a real understanding of their life personally and professionally and where they come from and what is their story and what is their brand. And so I think while sure it can be about intuition, I think that that part is really about connection and, and, you know, we're all human. Everybody has a story. And I think the more that you understand about the people that you're working with, the better that you're going to be able to serve them and provide, you know, what they're looking for. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I like the fact, you know, you, you are putting, yeah, I was reading in our show notes, uh, you know, you like to put people first, like always put people first. How do you find that helps you as an entrepreneur, you know, instead of, which a lot of women freak out about money. So it's like putting people first, not focusing on money. So what is your, you know, what is your mindset around that? Like to, to not focus on the dollar signs? Because I think for me, it's all about longevity, you know, and I think that, um, you know, if you create a true authentic connection and relationship with somebody, you know, regardless of how great or horrible or somewhere in the middle of the project goes, you know, they're going to remember you and they're going to want to work with you because you have that person to person connection. You know, it doesn't matter if, if you're a CEO of a multi-billion dollar corporation or a tiny solo premiere, you want to, you want to work with people that you want to work with. You know, you want to pick up the phone and be excited to talk to that person or, you know, get excited when that email comes in or, you know, the last thing that you want to do is like, Oh God, so-and-so is calling, you know? So I think, you know, trying and, and it's, you know, it's easier for some than others. Not everybody is warm and fuzzy and bubbly, but you know, as much as you can try to really just get to know the people that you're, that you're working with and, they will come, they will come calling. They will come back. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now let's talk a little bit more about intuition as it uh, applies to advice. Have you ever gotten some bad advice and you followed it and it just went sideways? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think advice is a hard thing. You know, I think when you're talking on the, on the, you know, let's say like friends and family, I think that, you know, people always want to give advice that they think is best, but, you know, they're only seeing the situation from the outside. And so, um, you know, I think whenever people give you advice and whatever part of your life it is, it, look at who's giving you the advice, number one. You know, if it's somebody that really authentically knows you, you know, then that, that advice might weigh a little bit heavier than, you know, someone that you've known for a few months and, you know, had a, had a quick, you know, got to know them very quickly. Um, so, and, and for me, when giving advice, you know, I, I really, I try to pause and have an understanding about what's actually going on, you know, whatever it might be. I had a girl, I had a girl call me last night, actually. She's, um, 
you know, she's a girlfriend, but she, we've, we've worked together and she's wonderful. She's an entrepreneur. And she was just in this really kind of crappy situation with someone that she was working with. And, and, you know, she's like, I just, I just need your advice. And, you know, before I said, listen, I can't tell you anything. I need to hear the whole story. And I sat on the phone with her for probably 45 minutes and she told me the whole story. And once I could hear it and digest it, then I said, okay, this is what I would do. Um, because, you know, I would never want her to just do something and then, and then think I gave her the wrong advice, you know, and advice is tricky, but I think you just have to one, know who it's coming from two, know where you are. And three, you've got to pause before you make any decisions. Mm, I, I like that. Uh, matter of fact, I remember when I was, uh, having a couple challenges with some crazy clients, instead of just trying to figure it out in that moment, I, I was doing exactly what you mentioned, pausing, like, how do I want to handle this? And I'm, I'm glad I took a day to like sleep on it because mm-hmm. if I would have been like reactionary in the moment, it probably wouldn't have worked out the way that I wanted it to. So I, I just think that's such great advice. Yeah. Love yeah. It. Love it. Uh, you know, let's, let's talk about embracing uncertainty and fear. So I know women that are listening to this right now, whether they're going to the next level of their business, they see themselves as a visionary mm-hmm. or maybe they want to climb the, you know, the, the ladder in their career. How do you personally deal with, I call it like living in the void, like you you put something out there in the universe and it's percolating, but you don't actually have the end result. So how do you, how do you personally handle that? Well, that's a, yeah, that's a tricky thing. And I will say as an entrepreneur, that's something that happens all the time. You know, I think you say, okay, great. I'm going to launch this, or I'm going to hire these people, or I'm going to do that. And you know, you can have a plan, but it doesn't always go your way. And it's over the, over the last couple of years, I've really, really learned that you, you have to kind of take it a day at a time. You know, I think it's important to have goals. It's important to have plans, but I think, you know, I used to find myself getting really caught up in like the, Oh no, but what's going to happen next week or next month or, you know, that I was sort of forgetting to be present and, you know, dealing with what was happening in that moment. And so I think that's really my advice. Look, anything that is worth it is going to be scary. And anything that's worth it is going to be unknown because it's foreign. You've never done it before. But once you're on the other side of it, you're going to look back and be like, holy cow, that was amazing. You know? So I think if you, if you look back at your own life, anything that you've done, any accomplishment that you've achieved before you did it, it was scary. You were scared and it was unknown. And so I think that's actually, if you, if there is an unknown and you are afraid or nervous or feeling anxious about something, that's, that's all good stuff. That means that good things are happening. It means that, you know, you're, you're charging new territory and you're carving a new path and you're growing and you're changing. And I think that's what life and entrepreneurship is all about. I love it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's so true what they say. It's like life happens outside of your comfort zone. So it's mm-hmm. like, if you want to go to the next level, don't think you can do it with the same strategy and thinking that, that you're operating right now. It's like no. you jump to that next, I always say you have to jump to the next sphere of awareness in your mind because it's your subconscious mind that's running the show. And if, if you're not programming it to say, oh yeah, that, you know, we are going to feel fearful. So every woman that's listening right now, expect to feel a little uneasy if you want to take that next leap. Being uneasy is good. Like sit with that. Let it, let it be uneasy. Like that's what life is about, you know? 
Yeah, and taking a deep breath, I think that's important too. <laughs> just Absolutely. Like, oh, okay, I can do uh, this. I can do this. Yeah. I always give my like my I give myself pep talks like, okay, you can do this, like you can do this. And I will tell you that simple shift of just talking to myself, like self-coaching, it just shifts the energy. Or if like I'm at home and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know about this, I will go for a walk because I really feel that just that kind of breaks up the energy and then I can connect and, you know, to that deeper part of myself and, you know, find a solution instead of Mm -hmm. being what I call my freak out moment. Uh, It's so important for, you know, women to emotionally ground ourselves. So speaking of which, um, one of the last questions I want to ask you is, um, I personally have a daily mindful routine that grounds me emotionally um, where I read my vision statement, I meditate, I connect with you know what I want to do for the day it, you know, before I read any emails. So what, what do you have? Do you have a personal success ritual that you do? You know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's one of those things I've, I've tried to, you know, meditate for 20 minutes in the morning. I've tried to do the journaling and all the stuff. You know, the thing that works best for me is I get up early, I make my coffee and I have my coffee and I hang with my dogs and I sort of just have a moment to kind of start the day and whatever that means. Maybe I'm listening to music, maybe I'm reading the news, you know, just to sort of have a moment and start the day however I want. Um, and then I also, most days of the week I'll go and I'll do a workout, whatever it might be. And I know that sounds really trite, but anytime I, I do a workout, I do not have my phone on me or on period. So it's one hour to just give back to my mind, to my body and to my soul and to really be present in my body and, you know, not worried about what's going to happen later that day or later that week, but to really just be present in it for that one hour every day. And so I think, you know, regardless what works for you, do that, you know, and it could look like X, Y, or Z, but whatever it is, even if it's just five minutes a day, figure it out and whatever feels good, lean into it and do it. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So you're, what you're saying is just find your own routine, take at least an hour. I know personally I have like, I take two hours because I am not one of those people that can just jump out of bed and get ready yeah. to go. I like have my morning coffee. I'm with my dogs. Uh, so well, yeah. yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be an hour. I think, you know, I know I have friends that, you know, they have kids running around and a husband and a business, you know, so even if it's five minutes, whatever you can give to yourself to just have that little moment of whatever it is to just sort of wrap your wrap your head around yourself and how you're feeling and tune in and, and, and then, you know, it just sort of sets the tone for the day. I love it. Yeah. So it really goes back to giving yourself permission to take some time for you. Yes. I love it. I love it. Jen, this has been absolutely fabulous. And women want to find out a little bit more about, uh, your business, what is the best way they can do that? Yeah. So, uh, so a couple things. Um, so you can go, um, on our Instagram, it's at cultivated entertainment. Um, and then I also host a podcast called cultivated conversations that, um, you got to come and do it. Uh, but it's, um, you know, it's all about women and entrepreneurs and, and being real and telling our life stories. And so it's, 
it's kind of this perfect parallel between my business and my, you know, my, my personal passions. Um, and you can also go to our website, cultivatedent.com, and you can send us an email, hello at cultivatedent.com. Awesome, Jen. And we will have everything in the show notes so you can find out more about Jen and connect with her on social media. Well, Jen, thank you again for being my guest today. Thank you for having me. It's been great. My, my pleasure. My pleasure. And I just want to close out with this is that, you know, you have to take time to connect with yourself to make those important decisions, no matter what area of life that it is in. So when you, when you take time and you relax and let go of your fear, you will find the answers and you will connect with that deeper part of yourself. Until next time, this is Heather Peckin. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So if you like what you hear on this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Interested in becoming a sponsor or learning more about leadership for women's performance using neuroscience or business coaching, contact support at heatherpicken.com. And don't forget to grab my latest book, The La Dolce Vita Formula, by going to fearlessandfabulousbook.com. That's fearlessandfabulousbook.com.